Hello, and welcome to the show that has no title as of yet. Um, <laughs> right now, just uh, actually breaking in this equipment, getting everything set up. But uh, welcome. My name is Oz Amin-Ra, and I'm here to talk about a couple things. But since this is the first uh, episode, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, introduce myself. Uh, my name is Aswad Amin-Ra. Go by Oz. Currently... Uh, active duty military and I'm also a family man so have some perspective on some of those things seeing how I'm about four four years into the parenting game so that's been fun uh, and also have a lovely wife who you know drives me crazy just like any other person who's in a relationship would uh, would say if they're not they're lying but uh, you know you love them to death and uh that's what you go through. But uh, yeah, originally from Detroit, Michigan. I've uh, lived places since I've been in the military, so that's been fun, bouncing around. Uh, my hobbies are golf, right now, picking up a new one, blogging, vlogging, etc., podcasting. Hopefully I get this to catch on, get some, some listeners that I need to stay faithful to and don't let them down. Uh, <laughs> But uh, outside of that, I am a jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu blue belt at Ricardo Almeida Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Robbinsville, New Jersey. Uh, that's been a hell of a journey. I just had my two-year anniversary uh, this last week and uh, still still going and training, of volunteering my time and working out of uh, Gracie Baja, Princeton and soon to be Gracie Baja North Princeton in New Jersey. Um, <clears throat> that's been a lot of fun. Uh, my kids are my kids are now starting jujitsu, and I honestly have seen a uh, a change in the attitude and uh, just an all around pleasant vibe. Um, gives them an incentive, gets a gets an outlet of energy, and they're learning something while they're, while they're there. They're learning how to control their bodies, their temperament, and they're learning some good lessons that uh. Frankly, you know, parents can yell, scream, get red in the face and, and put it out there. But sometimes it just takes another individual like a coach to uh, encourage them to move forward and uh, get over some of those hurdles. But uh, some of the topics that I wanted to actually cover today, and I think I'll, we'll have time for maybe two, are uh, number one, crazy things that kids do. <laughs> and uh, also the work and life balance and uh, I think I have a pretty good pretty good notion of what to do with that just seeing how uh you know military life and parenting can be quite daunting at times but uh yeah so on with the first topic crazy things that kids do huh well there's not a shortage of them but uh I'll tell you I think one morning and this is not necessarily the kids just do, but it just happened. Uh, wake up in the morning. It's a weekend. I think it's like a Saturday morning. You know, I think we just got done. At least I got done with being sick the week before, so I'm feeling better at that time. And I end up going to get some coffee or whatever. I don't even make it maybe two steps outside the door. And I smell what smells like, I don't know, like the dog crapped the floor a t- t- 10 times over. So I start searching the house frantically. I'm pretty, you know, pissed off at this time, part of my French. But uh, 
Yeah, couldn't find a turd on the floor. Not even like a spot where it had been eaten. You know, dogs tend to do that sometimes because they're weird creatures as, as well. Couldn't find that and started making my way to the kids' rooms. Check my daughter's bedroom. Nothing. She's still asleep. So I'm like, let's not poke the bear on this one. Take two steps into my son's room. The stench that hit me was terrible. But what I saw, I can't unsee. Which is uh, him covered from head to toe in his own fecal matter. And uh, not bothered at all. He got, got that, got that uh, onesie undone. And uh, the diaper off. Didn't make any noise, nothing. Just in there, just having a jolly old time. Painting with poop all over the all over the place. Luckily, he was contained in, inside of his crib because at the time he was uh, like maybe like one, one and some change. So that was fun. Uh, <laughs> basically, went back to the bedroom, closed the doors, like, hey, don't freak out. But well, we got a bit of a issue. Our son is plastered in his own uh, feces, and uh, you get to do one of two things. Either you're going to do the bath portion or the cleaning portion. She chose the bath, which I told her, just go ahead and just toss those clothes. Those are throwaways. They're they're done. I don't even want to touch them. And uh, I proceeded to clean his bedroom for probably about the next hour and a half. It was literally in every crevice of that crib and anything surrounding it plus the mattress, all that stuff had to be just disinfected, cleaned down thoroughly. So um, that's one. Second one, I believe, was, and my wife told me this because I was there at the time, but or physically in the room, uh, Thanksgiving, I think my daughter might have been two years old, so still doing the potty training thing. And she kept telling my wife, you know, hey, I got to go potty. And mind you, when you're about to eat, Kids do this weird thing where they think it's entertaining to tell you that they have to go potty when, in fact, uh, they don't. It's just to get attention nine times out of ten, but you know, you, you know, you don't want to be caught with your guard down, and, and it doesn't happen to be the time that the boy cried wolf. Uh, <laughs> so this particular time, it was. Mommy, I've, uh, you know, I've pooped. She's like, no, you, you haven't. We've gone over this before. You know, it's fine. Go wash your hands. Out comes my daughter with her poop in her hand to the dinner table, I believe on Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, that, that got a laugh slash, you know, some other reactions. But, you know, they nobody freak out. This is what kids do. So great. Good for that. Oh, there's something else. Man. They are something else. And they repeat things. They repeat things. They they do just some of the craziest things you will see. Just, just And you look at them and you're like, how are you going to survive? You know, our parents must have thought the, the same exact things. And just like, wow, you're getting dumber. No matter how beautiful and smart they tell you you are, you're going to do something eventually. That's a youth that uh, they're just going to just look at you like, wow, you mouth breather, you. But all right, so on to the work and life balance. Work-life balance. So oddly enough, we pick like two of the worst professions you could possibly go into for, I would say, 
relationships and family life. Uh, mill to mill, and let me be clear with that, being military to military in a relationship as a, as a marriage and or having children with that could be daunting. But she is luckily a civilian <laughs> and also a school teacher. So with that being said, a lot of time is spent once, you know, we both get through the door. Uh, it's just de-stressing, knocking out stuff with the kids that needs to be done, you know, homework, dinner routine, bath time, that whole spiel, making sure that, you know, they're okay, spend some actual time with them instead of just storing them away in the room. Uh, and I've been doing that by taking them to jiu-jitsu. I'm an assistant instructor there, so that's been fun, actually interacting with them, getting some family time, but also doing something uh, constructive with our time, not just sitting around watching TV. Uh, that's one thing I do. I, I actually keep that to a minimum with them, uh, the TV thing, um, just getting them outside, outside, go play, which they're not really big fans of that. Uh, but they are physically and emotionally upset when they don't make it to jiu-jitsu. So that's one thing that I, I, I hold as, as an incentive, and it, and it also works wonders. Um, we just started a new program, like a sticker, a prize incentive, essentially. Uh, if you want something, it's a goal. It goes up on their board. They have their own boards. And uh, every day you have four main areas that you can earn a sticker in, or like a merit. Uh, basically, the day is, is split into fourths. You know, the, the routine before we leave the house, the routine after they leave, which is, you know, how, how did you do at school? They want to pick them up. How did you do at the gym or whatever activity that we're doing? And then the very end of the day, the last fourth includes dinner and their chores and homework. So they get all four for the day. The day counts for a point towards their goal. Typically, we try to keep it short term. The goals are never more than like two weeks out. So that keeps them, keeps it fresh in the back of their minds like, hey, I need to make sure I'm on my best behavior. I need to participate in what mom and dad are asking me, what my teachers and instructors and coaches are asking me to do. You know, instead of just, you know, yelling at them. Okay, you don't want to do that? Well, you're not going to earn your point for the day. And you're just slowing down progress. So initially, we, we started off with just a, a week of just great behavior. You knock that out. Do everything we ask of you. Daddy will get you a TV and a game system. I went with Sega. I'm not getting them a PlayStation or anything crazy like that. I don't think they can handle that yet because they're a three and four. But uh, it worked wonders. They love it. Uh, and... They really don't even watch the TV that much. I mean, they they don't really use it during the week. They're pretty much, I would say, banned, but they don't really have time to even get on the darn thing. By the time we get in from the gym, it's a pretty much two and a half hours, and they're in the bed. So that includes, you know, hanging out, eating, homework, bath time, bed routine, good night. These kids are in the bed at the very latest at 7.30. We start the routine probably about 6.40, and they're lights out typically by 7.00. Um, and that also works. I mean, I've had people ask me, why do you do that? Well, I think just like anything else, uh, children need structure. So if I maintain that standard, whether it's broad daylight out or not, because that was another one, well, you know, it's daylight at, uh, at nine. 
or at 7 in the summer. And I reply with, ask me if I care because you don't live in my house. You don't live in my home. You don't have to function with this. You don't have that responsibility. You know, nine times out of ten people who do sit down and they judge and they, and they ask you why you do certain things in your household, one, they're probably not married. Two, they don't have, uh, they don't have any sort of child or actual responsibility. So they don't quite understand that you have to have some type of structure. They just do for themselves and move on about their day and uh, swallow spit and talk shit. That's about it. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, as far as that working life balance, that's one portion of it um, that I that I value spending time with the kids when I can. Uh, the second is we've just started. Is uh, when I say we, myself and my wife, Nicole. Uh, we've started at least twice a month, especially with having the two kids and, and working full time. I work mid shift, so nights, and then my my wife works obviously day shift, like a good old seven to four gig. Uh, and bless her heart, dropping the kids off because I'm not off early enough typically to take them, and then I pick them up at least two to three times a week if I can. <clears throat> and that's after I day sleep, get up, go to the gym. Oh, pick them up on the way to the gym, go to the gym, work out, up coach, and then come back, you know, to the home. But our big thing is making sure that we're at least twice a month hanging out, uh, doing something, going on a date. That's been a struggle. These last four years have been brutal. Um, We've moved in six years of marriage. We've moved three times, three different states. So you do the math. By the time she settles down and makes some friends there, it's time to move or within the case of the last two places it was uh it was more along the lines of new job that was tasking do i want you know do i want to work for my home do i want to teach just not really knowing what's going on there so being really supportive with that also helps and just that de-stress of actually having an adult conversation without children barking down your throat uh interrupting every two seconds for whatever they think is the most important thing in the world just spending that time together and spending that time with the person you married not with every single responsibility at all single at every second of the day while you're trying to eat a meal there's nothing more enjoyable once you become a parent than eating a meal in peace i mean that is just man you would not believe uh, how, how enjoyable that actually is. Just just absolutely amazing. We actually, for our anniversary, went to um, Morton's Steakhouse in Philadelphia. And wow, pricey, a bit pricey, but the best steak I've ever had in my life. Hands down, best steak. I mean, I even I had to stop and ask, like, how where, where did you get this cut of meat from? Because this is unworldly. I mean, I could have ate that thing and cut it with a spoon. That's how soft and just delectable it was. I believe it was a Cajun, a Cajun uh, porter. And man, uh, what else did we have with that? Surprisingly, what was it? God, I can't. Macaroni and cheese, a lobster macaroni and cheese. We also had some kind of crazy like bacon wrapped scallop 
that had a little spice to it that they were off the chain, really good, and uh, like a stuff like some stuffed mushrooms or something. I can't some seafood, man. It was along with mushrooms. It was really good. I I definitely suggest going there if you're ever in Philadelphia and you want to go near Capitol Building, walk around downtown, check that out. It's a nice nice dining room, small area, decent little bar quiet atmosphere you can sit there have a conversation with your loved ones not super loud not a bunch of people in there you know screaming it's great um i would definitely do that again um other than that uh i guess i'll talk about jujitsu um that's a big part of my life i spend honestly more than half of my week on a jiu-jitsu mat in some way shape or form if it's not being an assistant an assistant instructor it's uh learning learning how to coach watching uh watching i guess my mentors i would say for jiu-jitsu right now um, and then if i'm not doing that on alternating days between working with the kids and learning from the coaches uh Actually getting some, you know, training in, getting on the mat, uh, taking classes, getting some live sparring in, which is super important. Um, I can't stress that enough. When you do get to that level and, and you're, you know, you're trusted to actually start sparring, go. Don't be the first person off the mat. That's my that's my thing. Uh, unless it's a dire emergency. I mean, get, get on the mat after class. If they are inviting you to spar where, at wherever school you're at, get that in. Uh, it's going to help immensely. You're going to get the, get the feel of uh, what it's going to feel like to be at, you know, going 100, maybe even 60% is different than just going through the motions in a class. Yes, you're going to get the technique. You're going to do it by the numbers. You're going to have a coach or instructor walking around, making sure you're doing it correctly. You're going to have your training partner who may be new like you, uh, who has absolutely no idea what they're doing and their body hasn't adjusted to the movements. So there's sometimes you're going to have some reps where you did not one of them right. And it's just like that. You got to get over it. Hey, I'll, I'll get to it later this week. We're going to work on it again and, and get back on the mat. I mean, lately I've been, I'd say slacking. Um, people have been like, hey, where you been, bro? Just trying to spend more time with my family because that was one of the things I wanted to work on with my you know family relationships and that balance was I was grinding so hard for like the last year and a half being on the mats, training sometimes even twice a day, three times a week. And on the other days, just seeing if I could jump in for a random class or actually go to the gym and work out. Or uh, at the time, give myself at least two rest days a week. One in like the middle of the week and then uh, Saturday rest if I don't go to class in the morning and then come back Sunday for sparring open mat i mean that was literally my life for a while so like yeah i see the kids when i get back but that was my stress reliever i was going going through things life was a uh, crazy stressful adjusting to a new job uh so my release was jujitsu so if that meant that i needed to go twice a day bro that's what i did and it helped my attitude changed uh, I wasn't bringing any negative stuff into the house. It was literally like, hey, what'd you do today? Man, I had a great day. I got my ass kicked for about an hour, but I had a great day. No matter how terrible my day was. Um, that that in itself is amazing. And then you 
you also take into account that you're get, you're becoming more more up to you know pressure, dealing with stress. You're working out, burning calories. You're gonna be in better shape. You're gonna feel better emotionally, and uh, just the weight lifted after every class. I mean, after every class. And after every session, I mean, some days, like, barely picking myself off off the mat. But that ride home, when you get home and you shower and you're just like, whew, man, it's also a great way to start your day. Some of my best days I've had at work, even in the high-stress environment where I work at, have been because I went and did, like, a two-and-a-half-hour workout class and then, like, another hour or so of sparring. And then go directly from directly from the academy straight to the roll call, straight to my job, and just immerse myself in that. And man, you just feel like you got a little pep in your step. It's a great day to kick off your day. It's a great day to kick off your day. Great way to kick off your day. Yep, just caught myself. Man, it's uh, it's something else. I can't wait to get my buddy Anthony on here, and I got I got questions to ask him, and I want. I wanted to um, introduce him because he's going to be on the, on this uh, podcast, I should say, and uh, just uh, enjoy enjoying uh, him. He's a really good dude. I can't wait for you guys to uh, meet him and a couple of my other friends who eventually I'm going to get on here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But uh, to sign off here, I guess I would like to put out there, hey, if anybody wants to respond, um, or put out, you know, post or whatever, or follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Aminra underscore BJJ. And that's Aminra underscore BJJ. And uh, yeah, how do you spell that, you might ask? That's going to be A-M-E-N-R-A. And then you got that underscore. And B-J-J, that's A-M-E-N-R-A underscore bjj i'll definitely add you uh get you know get on uh, ask for any topics you want you'd want me to speak about or speak on or touch on or if there's anything you want to know about me or the military united states air force or whatever you feel like you might want to talk about i'm here recording <laughs> it's my hobby now so i'll be doing this knocking this out and uh hopefully uh talking about some cool stuff here in the future. You guys have a blessed day. Take it easy.